Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would speak your word to us, and that we would hear your word, and it would bear fruit in our lives all to your honor and glory. So we pray this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Please be seated. The website Business Insider once published an article titled Seven Brutally Honest Rejection Letters. And the article included, well, seven brutally honest rejection letters. One letter said this from an independent record label in Seattle called Sub Pop. Their letter read, Dear Loser, Thank you for sending in your demo materials to Sub Pop for consideration. Presently, your demo package is one of a massive quantity of material we receive every day at Sub Pop World Headquarters. Your material is on its way through the great lower intestines that is the talent acquisitions process. We appreciate your interest and wish you the best in your pursuit. Kind regards. And if that weren't sufficient, P.S. This letter is known as a rejection letter. Or this gem from the New Delta Review, a magazine in Baton Rouge. Thank you for submitting. Unfortunately, the work you sent is quite terrible. Please forgive the form rejection, but it would take too much of my time to tell you exactly how terrible it was. So again, sorry for the form letter. Now, it feels to me, at least at first glance, that Jesus' words to the Canaanite woman here in Matthew 15 sound a bit like one of those harsh rejection letters. He says to someone who comes to him for help, he says to someone, it's not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. So this morning we're going to take a look at this surprising encounter with Jesus, but in it, hopefully by the end, we will see again the incredible message of the gospel in it. So if you would turn with me to Matthew 15, which was read today, it's in your bulletin. And we're going to look at this surprising encounter, but we'll also look again at the incredible gospel message in it. Now, the fact is that this likely does not fit our typical mental picture of Jesus. Verse 22, a woman comes to Jesus in need, and at first he doesn't even respond to her. And she keeps pestering him. And then when he finally does respond, he responds not by helping, but by saying in verse 26, it's not right to take the children's bread and throw it to dogs. Meaning, you're a dog, and I shouldn't give the blessing of a child, of the children, to someone like you. Now, it is true that Jesus uses perhaps a slightly more gentle word like puppy, but I would suggest that that's probably only in a pet-friendly culture like ours does that distinction make much of a difference. But Jesus really says to this woman who comes to him, it's not right for me to take the blessing fit for children and give it to you. So what I want us to think about is why in the world does Jesus respond like this? What is the reason for this very, what we would probably typically think, very uncharacteristic response from Jesus to a person in need. And there are more reasons, but I want to focus in on two. Two reasons that Jesus would respond this way. And the first is this. 
Jesus responds this way specifically to get this woman to lean in. He does this specifically to get her to to draw in towards him. So Jesus often taught in surprising and even shocking ways. Think of, for example, some of his parables and the ways that people got offended because he knew it was about them in in a troubling way. And he did that specifically to weed out those who weren't really interested. People who were easily offended by him, they left. Those who didn't want to do the mental or spiritual work of learning and growing, they left. But the people who really wanted to know more, who were willing to go deeper, they continued to follow him and actually leaned in as a result. So one main reason that Jesus responds to her in this way was actually to encourage her to push back and go after him. And she does. I mean, without missing a beat, she fires back at Jesus in verse 27. Yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their Lord's table. Jesus' surprising and even shocking response actually has exactly its desired effect. She leans in. She doesn't go away, she doesn't let Jesus off the hook, but she pushes in knowing that he really can heal her daughter. See, friends, in this anxious time that we're in, in this uncertain time and this chaotic time in ways, lean in. Let the confusion and the concern push you toward Jesus, not away from him. Follow the example of this woman and lean into him. Because that's the first reason he does this, is to to test the quality of her faith, whether she's going to walk away or walk towards him. And she leans in, and Jesus loves it, and he grants her request. So the first reason, even with a surprising response from Jesus, the first reason is to draw her in, and that's exactly what it does. She leans into him in an unusual response. So that's the first reason. The second reason that Jesus responds this way is, and this is probably hard for many of us in the West especially to understand, is that he responds this way because it was the truth. Jesus was telling the truth. It seems harsh to us because we often have a mixed up view of who we really are. But the message throughout Scripture is that because of our sin, because of our rebellion against God, we are not worthy of His blessing. As human beings, we're made in the image of God, but through our sin and through our mutiny against God, that image has been tarnished, and we are not who we were made to be. And as we've seen in our recent sermon series through portions of the New Testament book of Romans, every single one of us is guilty before God. In ourselves, we are hopeless and deserving of condemnation. On our own, we are, to use the harsh language of this passage in Matthew, we are dogs, as Jesus says. Even the Israelites, God's chosen people in this passage, are said to be lost In verse 24, all of us are lost. All of us are, as it says, dogs not worthy to receive the blessing of being God's children. King David in the Old Testament in Psalm 22 says, I am a worm and not a man. 
And so Jesus says this surprising comment to the woman, but if we're honest, what he says is true. She doesn't deserve God's blessing for God's children. And yet, even in that place, she throws herself on the mercy of Jesus. And she does not say, I'm special. I deserve this. No, she, she recognizes the goodness of Jesus and she throws herself on his mercy and she says, but master, even earthly masters feed their dogs. As if to say, how much more will you, the Messiah of God, provide even for a dog like me? And she places herself in the mercy of God. And so she actually becomes a model for all of us. The gospel message, the good news of Jesus, is that even while in ourselves, each of us is, to use biblical phrases, a dog, a worm, a lost sheep, a sinner, an enemy of God, in ourselves, that's what we are. Even so, in his great mercy, God, through the death and resurrection of Jesus, provides for us healing and salvation. See, dogs like us are welcomed in Jesus. And in fact, there's a prayer that we will use in our liturgy today uh, that specifically connects this experience in this woman's life to our experience. In the Eucharist, we will say together a prayer called the prayer of humble access. And we will say, we do not presume to come to this your table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your abundant and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord whose character is always to have mercy. See, like this woman, we recognize our place as being unworthy, but we throw ourselves on the mercy of our great and loving God. But I also want us to see it actually doesn't just stop there. It's not only that someone unworthy gets a blessing. It doesn't stop there. Because the woman who recognizes her place before Jesus, as the one she recognizes she has no claim on God but begs for his mercy. This woman who humbles herself and accepts her place as being unworthy. But then, and this is key, in the end, this woman receives the blessing from Jesus that they've already just said is only fit for a child of God. In the end, she receives from Jesus exactly what Jesus said she didn't deserve. And yet, in God's mercy, he gives her exactly the blessing that only a child of God should receive. See, God shows himself to be a heavenly father and grants the request not of an unworthy dog, but of a child of God. See, she, she comes as a dog, and she leaves as a daughter. She came as a dog, and the disciples, if you notice, the disciples actually try to shoo her away like a dog. But Jesus meets with her, he gets her to lean into him, and he grants her request, and she leaves as a child of God. And see, friends, this is the same for all of us who are in Jesus. In ourselves, in our nature, we are sinners deserving of the verdict of guilty 
from God. We are, to use the harsh language here, dogs who should be shooed away. But in Jesus, God welcomes us who turn to him in faith. And we are transformed and we become welcomed and beloved and transformed children of God. But today in this service, as well as the next service, we have baptisms. And one of the lines in the baptism liturgy is that Jesus Christ, of his abundant mercy, will grant to these candidates that which by nature they cannot have. See, in our nature, we cannot be God's children. But through his great and abundant mercy, he welcomes us anyway, and he transforms us and fills us with his Holy Spirit and adopts us as his children. See, we, we come as dogs and we leave as children. We come as sinners and we are transformed into beloved children of God. And so friends, follow this woman's example. Lean in even when it's hard and confusing and when God's blessing is delayed. Turn to Jesus in faith, throwing yourself on his mercy. Trust in him who died for you and rose again, defeating sin and death for you. And be assured that through what Jesus has done for you on the cross, when we turn to him in faith, we are welcomed and accepted and adopted as God's children. Not because we deserve it, but because of God's great mercy and love. We who have no right and no claim on God, nonetheless, are shown his great love and welcomed as his beloved children. So today, especially as we witness these baptisms, allow their example to remind all of us Christians who are in Christ that we come as unworthy and we leave as accepted. We come as sinners and we leave as righteous in Jesus. We come as dogs, and we leave as beloved children of God. Amen.